Economist Stephen Moore is warning that the United States is headed towards a Great Depression. And, gee, you don't think so? Duh! I mean, how can you not when every person, young and old, every city, every state, every government is indebted up to their next to the private banksters? And this is truth that, of course, you won't hear on the mainstream media because we have articles like we have this one from NPR that is titled, Fed goes all out to keep economy alive during coronavirus shutdown. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting how they highlighted the biggest robbery and transfer of wealth from you to the 0.01%. USA Today had another headline, quote, an unsung hero of the coronavirus crisis, the Federal Reserve. And now this big Ponzi scheme, this big game of debt, slavery control, well, it's something that even vulture organizations like the IMF are looking at and saying, whoa, that's a great Ponzi scheme that they got going on there. We should implement it too. With the latest news from Bloomberg that the IMF is mulling a Fed-like program to supply dollars to more economies. I mean, you got to be kidding me. There's a reason we're going to title this video something like IMF Global Takeover. Tim Peshout, the Liberty Advisor, you're here. This is your expertise. What do you make of this latest announcement by the IMF? Well, thanks, Luke. And that was probably one of the closer uh, pronunciations of my name you've done. So, Pachot, I'm so uh, I'm glad that after your break, we were able to get a little bit better uh, pronunciation. But yeah, so the first article goes on with uh, Stephen Moore. So he, I believe he's of the Heritage Foundation, but he's saying at some point very soon, we're going to have to make some real decisions about what kind of calamity we are causing through the lockdown of our economy. I'm not saying we should be inattentive to the public health concern, but at some point we have to worry about what we're doing to our society and what kind of economy we're going to have after this is all over. Moore, who advised President Trump on the economy, told hosts, blah, 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 blah. If we go p much past May 1, we are facing a potential Great Depression. So funny how that's May Day. And uh, yeah, so I mean, it goes on to say that the unemployment could get as high as 23%. And it was as high as 24.9% during 1933 during the Great Depression. Now, the other thing I do want to point out, though, is that during the Depression, they were counting unemployment rates a lot differently than they do count that today. Uh, you know, it's also important here that the Fed goes all out to keep the economy alive during the coronavirus shutdown. And the Federal Reserve is doing everything they can to keep financial markets functioning and credit available to households and firms, said former Fed Chair Janet Yellen during a forum organized by the Brookings Institution, which is a very big uh, socialist uh, think tank for anyone that knows. I mean, and let's take a look at what the Fed's balance sheet has done. So this is from our friend uh, John Snyson of the EconomicTruth.org's website. And we are approaching $6 trillion from the Fed's balance sheet, which not too long ago was sitting at around like $3.78 trillion. And so we have a little bet going that I think by the end of the month, it's going to reach uh, $7.35 trillion. John thinks we're going to be reaching $8 trillion, And who knows? I mean, it's just, you know, anyone knows. Where, anyone can take a guess at where things are going. But, you know, getting back to the IMF, is, you know, let's see what the IMF actually is. So the IMF, they were mandated to oversee the international monetary and financial system and monitor the economic and financial policies of its member countries. This activity is known as surveillance, and because you know, we're in a big prison planet here, and facilitates international cooperation. Since the demise of Bretton Woods' system of fixed exchange in the early 70s, surveillance 
has evolved largely by way of changes in procedures rather than through adoption of new obligations. The responsibility changed from those of guardian to those of overseer of members' policies. And then, uh, you know, as we go on down here, the IMF, and this is important, conditionality is a set of policies or conditions that the IMF requires in exchange for financial resources. So they, so you have to give up resources as a country and then they will lend you money just like, you know, basically the uh, loan sharks that they are. Now, the IMF does require collateral from countries for loans, but also requires government seeking assistance to correct its macroeconomic imbalances in the form of policy reforms. Now, they give out loans that they know there's no way these countries can ever pay them back. And let's just get into this. So the IMF, International Monetary Fund, is not really a fund. It acts like a bank. The World Bank actually acts like a fund. And then the, inter and the Federal Reserve isn't federal, and it's not reserving anything. So all the... And then you got... Uh, you know, none of the words mean anything. Like, what does conservative mean? What does liberal mean? The, the Freedom Act, the Patriot Act. I mean, it's all just an illusion just to convince you of your own slavery. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no. And so, I mean, this has been, you know, their MO for a long time is that they'll go in, go to a country. They know they can't pay them. So they'll say, oh, okay, here's, you know, uh, you know, $50 billion, but in exchange, and oh, well, you can't pay that $50 billion. So now we'll lend you $75 billion so you can pay back the 50 plus the interest for the new one. And then, oh, we've eventually got that noose around your neck so tight that there's nothing you can do. And now, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, those ports over there, those, uh, you know, those resources you have over here, you know, that great water that you have, the gold, the oil, uh, what, what have you. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we as a big multinational, you know, conglomerate, we're going to come in here or, you know, as the IMF, we're going to come in here, which is basically the IMF, you know, pretty much is America, which, yeah, you know, and, and give it to the special interests. It's, it's, it's more of a globalist kind of entity since these mainly special interest groups are multinational corporations and they work with the U.S. intelligence agency, of course, to push and pressure third world countries into slavery. So it's, it's some, it's somewhat of a similar banking scheme system. And, and just like I pointed out in the beginning, if you look at the system under play now, a lot of these bankers, they don't provide anything. They use money to make money, but there's no service. There's no manufacturing. Meanwhile, the people who are providing services, manufacturing are just getting indebted enslaved and screwed over by these central controllers and planners who are just like getting excited over the possibility of another crisis that they're going to benefit off of them. And if you look at the people who are benefiting, it's the same organizations, hedge funds, groups like Citadel, where the former Federal Reserve chairman goes for a nice, nice, cushy advisory spot. Uh, that's the type of organizations that profit off of each other, because, again, there's a there's a revolving door around the banksters and around the government. And at the end of the day, that revolving door, you don't realize it, but it's kicking you right in the gonads and taking anything of value and wealth from you. So this yeah. is another big Ponzi scheme. So it doesn't surprise me that the IMF during this time is saying, hey, we want our give me's. Give me, give me. We're going to create a Federal Reserve of the world, which is pretty much a more slavery in debt system of the world as if they're not already doing it in their way to the third world, but now they want the entire world, which is uh, pretty eye-opening, but not surprising. Yeah, and let's, and let's speak to where this is eventually going. So the IMF also have its own unit of account or currency, so to speak. And so that currency, if we look here on the screen, it's called the SDR. Uh, for some reason, they abbreviate XDR, which I don't know. I don't, don't ask me why they do that. But it's 41% U.S. dollar, 30% euro, 
The renminbi is uh, about 11%. The Japanese yen is 8 And then the British pound is 8%. Now, one thing that's very interesting to note of that, and I did, I sort of copied you and Jeff Burke in these types of videos where I did a, a walk and talk with my dogs in, Jan in uh, June. And in that video, I, I was predicting that Facebook's Libra would be modeled after this SDR. That's almost, almost exactly down to a T. But the greater implication of that is that what we'll probably have is eventually where things are going is they want to have a digital dollar. That digital dollar will then be tied up to an international currency. So you might still be over in Europe using, actually, who knows how crazy things are going. They might be go revert back to their uh, national currencies, but you might still be using a euro, but then the euro is making up 30% of this SDR, of which 40% of it is the dollar. And so you're still using your currency, but then it's tied to another globalist currency, which is why you have people like uh, you know the head of the Rothschild banking family once famously said, I care not who controls I care not who is in power. I can, I, I'm going to mess this up. I care not who makes the laws. I only care who controls the money and I control the money or something like that. And so this is, so these are the people that control the money. They control all your resources and they want to then have all this. Whereas it's not about, and they, we've even talked about euro bonds. I know John Snyson has talked a lot about this is because it's one thing to say, Hey, you know, we need to, you know, get together economic, or we need to get together as a, you know, a, a trade unit or we need to get together, uh, you know, as a United States of Europe. Europe. So if you try to pitch, you know, the euro as, you know, we're going to bind ourselves together and be the United States of Europe, that's a hard sell. If you try to say, oh, we're just trying to make things easy, and we want to have free trade, and we want to, you know, just make things, you know, a lot simpler for the average person, people buy into that. But little do they know that when you tie yourself economically, that is the strongest economic bind. You, that is basically the strongest bind you can possibly make. And so now what you also see is people are begging for the government to come in, begging for somebody to help them. And so that's why you have the creator of the Federal Reserve System, Paul Warburg, back in the day, who he is modeled after Daddy uh, Warbucks in the play uh, Annie. And so he is the guy that said, we shall have a one world government. It's only a matter of it's through consent or conquest. This is through consent of getting people to beg for this, uh, you know, for this, but then, you know, as we're taking a look on the screen, the IMF mulls Fed-like program to supply dollars to more economies. So here we go. The International Monetary Fund may launch a new program to help address the global shortage of dollars, providing a backup to the Federal Reserve's campaign to keep greenbacks flowing around the world economy. This initiative has the support of the U.S. Treasury and may be launched within weeks, according to people familiar with the matter. The U.S. is the world's largest shareholder. Yeah, so the IMF does have shareholders, just like the Federal Reserve has shareholders, except those are private banks and individuals. The IMF is next week scheduled to hold virtual meetings of members at a time when more than 90 countries have already asked for its assistance in shielding their, their economies from the coronavirus and global recession. One of those countries is Myanmar. And so this article goes on to say that Myanmar uh, basically needs uh, some assistance. And so be careful. I mean, so you're basically when you're making a deal with the IMF, you're making a deal with the devil. And speaking of the devil, taking a look at the link between the state of the economy and suicide rates. And so, you know, what happens is people lose their job. They're going to start, you know, resorting to, you know, different types of drugs. They're going to start resorting to drinking. They're going to get very depressed. And you're going to see, unfortunately, a huge spike up in uh, suicides. And I don't think it's really, you know, a stretch to say that there's probably going to be, and Luke, I'm sure, probably backs you up on this, probably is going to think there's going to be, uh, unfortunately, way more people that probably die as a result of the economic fallout than even of the coronavirus fallout. And this fallout, you know, we'll, we're going to lead this into this into our next video and talk about why the stock market rallied so much today, where things are going, you know, if you should invest or not. So, you know, I'll, I'll leave it, you know, back back to Luke. 
But uh, and most yeah. importantly, if this is a dead cat, cat bounce. And again, I'm looking at what a lot of the globalists are saying. I just did a video about Henry Kissinger and his uh, latest kind of fear mongering doomsday warning uh, on the main channel. We are changed now. We're also seeing former Federal Reserve Chairman Janet Yellen saying the U.S. economic downturn will be a devastating hit predicting, of course, a major, major impact in the second quarter. Um, so well, 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 Bernanke says it's going to be a snowstorm. So let's just, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm from the snowiest place in America, and this is not a snowstorm. Let's just no. put it that way. Yeah, exactly. So, so we're keeping a close eye on that. Uh, whether the economy is a dead bounce or not, we're going to be discussing that, plus a lot more in the next video. All, of course, information that you can't get on the mainstream media, economic news channels that, are, again, are just bonkers. And uh, absolutely have proven themselves not to be right on a lot of these things. So stay tuned for more uh, and uh, check out the next video about the dead cat bounce. Uh.